welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season three, episode 18, Rock and Roll High School. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure can. Thanks, YouTube. Um, Craig is determined to beat his ex-girlfriend, Ashley, when both of their bands are entered in an upcoming Battle of the Bands competition. After Joey hurts his back in an accident, Caitlin steps in to care for him and his daughter, Angela. I mean, you know, succinct. It's very basic. Um, in an accident, you mean Joey being a big dummy because <laughs> he doesn't know how to act his age and I'm in love with him? Okay, fair. Um, Hollins, can you please tell us about Rock and Roll High School, which is a great song and has been stuck in my head since we started watching this episode? I can. It is a song by the Ramones, and I believe it was on the soundtrack of a movie also called Rock and Roll High School. And it's also the perfect title for this episode, Battle of the Bands Competition at High School. I think this is like the most on the nose and like perfect the title has synced up with the episode. And also that summary you just read was like actually 100% accurate and there weren't really any problems with it. The internet is just doing really well for this episode, except for the comments. Most of the comments on this episode were terrible. There was one good one. We will read it at the end because <laughs> it made me laugh. Um, I mean, we can just dive right in, really. Uh, this episode is great. It's a very fun time. I really enjoyed it. Um, so basically, it starts with Craig is walking with downtown Sasquatch, <laughs> a.k.a. Marco, Jimmy, and Spinner. And they're walking and they see this like Battle of the Bands poster and Ashley is like, move over. And Ellie goes, real musicians coming through, which <laughs> since when is Ellie a musician? I mean, she was with PMS. Oh, wait, no, she was just supporting them. I don't know. I guess she's just a musician now. Um, but whatever. Um, but yeah, they're looking at the, well, first the boys are looking at it and I think Jimmy is like, we're going to make blingity bling. And then Spinner's like, we'll make the panties fly at the stage. Or I don't know. It's all like gross. And then the girls come over and they're like, move aside. Like, we're going to win this, obviously. And then Craig is like, oh, my God, are you serious? Like, you're going to enter this? And then Ashley is like, oh, nothing ever gets in the way of what Craig wants. And it's like, yes, Ashley. I am like a thousand percent team Ashley in this episode. I think she is in the right in basically every situation. I'm totally with you. This is the most I've ever liked Ashley. This is the most I've ever felt that she was acting like exactly as she should be acting. Like she's on brand, but also like she's super in the right team. Ashley all the way fucking hell hath no fury. She's awesome. Yeah. I, yeah, this is the most I've ever liked Ashley and it will probably be the most I will ever like her. Just because this one specific episode is, like, very tailored to her and her point of view, I guess. Um, but, yeah, there's a competition happening. And then the theme song happens. And then uh, downtown Sasquatch are practicing in the garage. And they are awful. And Craig knows that they are awful. And he starts, like, lashing out at everybody because he's stressed out. And they don't have lyrics for their dumb song yet. And... He's like, oh, okay, sorry, uh, let me tune your guitar, Jimmy. And it's just like, they're kind of a hot mess right now. Well, because their band isn't good. <laughs> but Craig's lyrics, that he, he's like kind of trying to figure out lyrics and we're like watching his process. And he's just saying big words that he doesn't understand. I'm like, Craig, you're trying too hard. This is no good. 
like none of these kids know like right what you feel but whatever um but yeah he's lashing out and then he like cools down which is like a welcome change from when he was doing that thing with manny where he was like losing it completely yeah um so then the next day at school we're in Ms. kwan's class and as they're walking into class, uh, Paige and Hayes are like, oh, Ashley, we get why you're afraid to go to the hospital. But Terry is like, her pinks are cheek. She can wake up any minute. So here we're establishing that Ashley still hasn't seen Terry in the hospital because she's freaked out, which is understandable. And it's also like we're not forgetting what just happened in the last episode. Yeah, I was glad to have the reminder. But also, I was surprised that Ashley didn't go yet. Like... Terry is, has been her best friend since they were, like, children. And, like, I understand being freaked out, but, like, you go for your friends. Yeah, and I, but I'm pretty sure this is something that, like, continues to carry through. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a future episode all about her finally going to see Terry. Like, I, I could, I get being freaked out um, and not wanting to see her friend in that situation. And that's, I guess, just where Terry, or where Ashley is right now. But... We're in English class, which means we have to read something aloud. And, of course, Ashley volunteers to go first because she's going to read some lyrics for the class in their surprise awful. I The only thing I wrote down was Black Twisted Agony. And it's just, like, classic Ashley trying too hard. And, like, later we learn that it's, like, she, like after class they come out and everyone's like um I don't really get it she's like obviously it was about a girl who died in the civil war and it's like Ashley do you like let's like try writing from your own point of view for a change specifically the Spanish civil war <laughs> it's like what is happening and all I kept thinking of was Guernica but like I'm just come on dude it's, she's I just and, and I just wrote down like lol so goth um because she's just she's just trying her hardest and it's like is she even trying to impress Ellie anymore what's her deal because before when she was like lol so goth um I was like well she's trying to impress Ellie like with the belly button ring and the whole thing and now I'm just like what who are you what is happening but whatever I don't know she's figuring her shit out because she's like 15 and stupid and when you're 15 you're kind of dumb I was very dumb when I was 15, so I get it. Yeah, it's just not good. And then after class, like, Craig, like, she's like, obviously, it's, it's like, it's about a girl who died in the Civil War. And Craig, like, comes over and is, like, laughing at her. And he's like, I feel her pain. Ha ha, lol, your lyrics are bad. And then uh, Paige is like, I just don't think people got it. And then Ellie takes Ashley aside and is like, you should like you're supposed to write about your like your own experiences like let's try that and then Ashley is like I can't pretend to forgive or forget I'm gonna make the day you met me the day you regret and then Ellie's like looks like Craig's in trouble and it's like the first lyrics we hear from the amazing song that she performs later and it's very exciting I just got chills as you said those <laughs> lyrics. All right. I love both of the songs in this episode. Like, I, if they were longer and, like, full-length songs, I would, like, have – I would, like, download them to my phone <laughs> so I could listen to them, like, in my free time. I'm not super proud of it, but also, like, they're good songs, dude. Yeah. I think they're great. Um, And then we cut over to the B-plot, uh, which is Joey and Angela are, like, coming home from the grocery store. And 
Joey's like, Angela, be careful with those groceries. Like, come on. And then Caitlin comes over and Angela's like, oh, my God, Caitlin, watch me. And then she, like, jumps around a little bit and drops the groceries. And Joey gets mad at her. And it's a whole thing. And then Caitlin's like, oh, it's fine. And does a cartwheel and is like, bet your dad can't do that. And then Joey's like, oh, really? And then he, like, starts walking on his hands. But then he falls down and hurts his back because he's not a child anymore. Yeah, this happens to Joey a lot where he's, like, trying to be younger. Like, he did it when he was, like, trying to live vicariously through Craig and, like, join his band. (laughs) I don't know. But, like, so many things. First of all, Angie, total brat. Um, Like, cries at the drop of a hat. It's super annoying. I'm like, I can't deal with her. Um, But also, like, Joey, why are you giving your, like, four-year-old the only grocery bag with the eggs in it? It just doesn't seem like the greatest move. Um, and then, but I did laugh when Caitlin was like, you're fuddy-duddy dad. And then Angie goes, yeah, he's old and no fun. And I was like, and that like, that made me laugh. I was like, that's the most I've ever liked Angie. Okay. Probably the only time. Um, and then, so Joey's heard. And then we cut to the mall. Ashley's walking around the mall and she sees Craig is like listening to some music at a record store, which is something that used to be a normal thing that happened in life and she sees him and then like immediately turns away because she doesn't want to see him and then he follows her and he's like oh my god Ashley okay wait I want to apologize for making fun of your lyrics and she's like that's what you're apologizing for okay bye yeah he's like I respect you too much you're a good musician and a good writer and she's like wait seriously seriously (laughs) that's what you're apologizing apologizing for and he's like, what? And I'm just like, Craig, you're so fucking clueless. Like, he's such a teenage boy that it's ridiculous. Like, I mean, he's a teenage boy, so of course. But he's, like, just the most clueless teenage, teenage boy. Teenage boy, teenage boy, teenage boy. It's out of control. It's crazy. Um, and then we are back at Joey's house, and he's, like, lying on the couch, immobile. And he's like, Angie, go pack a bag. You're going to go stay with your grandma. And then Caitlin's like, what? No, I can help with you. And he's like, no, I mean that's okay you don't have to and she's like you don't think I can help it's fine and then she tells Angie to stop packing and it's like oh gosh this B plot is like not my favorite well I don't really like anything with Angie but I do like anything with Caitlin and Joey so I'm on the fence um but I do like Caitlin it's like when she announces that she's gonna take care of Angie because Joey's like you're her friend you're you're not a discipline like person and she's like I can totally do it um, she has like a blanket tied around her neck like a cape <laughs> and she puts her arms back she does like Superman pose which by the way if you're going to like an interview or like an important meeting I recommend like finding a private moment before you go like I do this in elevators before I like go to interviews um, Superman pose for like a couple seconds <laughs> and like you will feel better about yourself um, and you'll go in more confident seriously um so yeah she's superman poses and she's like i can do this and she's wearing a cape and i like almost expected it to be like billowing behind her but it's perfect <laughs> it's great i love caitlin so much um and then i think we're at rehearsal for the battle of the bands yeah. and craig still doesn't have lyrics for their song uh but they're rehearsing and like the music sounds a lot better but they're not singing and miss and then they finish and Mr. Armstrong's like okay good job guys and then 
Hell Hath No Fury goes on to rehearse and they're like, oh yeah, we actually have lyrics. And then Ashley starts singing like the first half of a Mr. Nice Guy and it's great and it's amazing. And Craig looks scared. He looks pissed and scared. Um, So I think this is the first time we hear that the band's name is called Hell Hath No Fury. Mm-hmm. It's a great band name for this specific instance and, like, (laughs) nothing else. Um, Yeah, pretty much. Uh, And that, and, yeah, and Ashley finally learned how to use her voice. Like, this is the best her voice has ever been because she's always, like, doing that, like, too high soprano thing. And it's, like, this is pretty, but it's also, like, a little grating. And this is, like, oh, you kind of are, you like, you've learned how to use your voice. You sound really, like, they just, they sound so good. Yeah, they sound great. This is like the best song Ashley has ever written or performed. It's amazing. Um, And then we're back at Joey's house. And I think it's the next morning. And uh, Caitlin is like making everyone breakfast and like bringing Joey like a little tray so he can like lie immobile on the couch still. And like Angela has like porridge or oatmeal or something. And she's like, like this like being a brat and joey's like angela eat your food like a fucking normal parent would be and caitlin's like no it's fine do you want toast and angela's like no i want pancakes blah 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 and caitlin like calls her work and is like guys i'm gonna be late because she's about to make angela pancakes i'm just like angela do not cater to this child she is not running the show caitlin is not a parent um, and she's n- like, she just, she doesn't understand yet. Like she's not being a good parent. She's being like a doormat to a four-year-old or a five-year-old or a six-year-old or however old Angie is. I don't know. She's, but Angie's being a big fucking brat and Caitlin is being a doormat to a child, which is never a good idea. You need to let them know who's boss and like, you need to discipline kids because they're little sociopaths. <laughs> I don't know. I just, ugh. I just, I don't know how to feel about this B-plot because I like, I hate Angie, but I love Caitlin and Joey. You know what I I like the resolution of the B-plot, but I don't like it while it's happening. But yeah, so she's like being a fucking brat and Caitlin's like, okay, fine, I'll make you pancakes. No problem. Ha ha. <laughs> and you can see that Joey's just like, oh God. Um, and so Caitlin is like on the phone with her boss and Angie's like, Auntie Caitlin because she's annoying and Caitlin turns and she's like yeah what and her phone falls into the oatmeal which is pretty funny and like Joey says something (laughs) dorky like breakfast is calling (laughs) yeah it's yeah that happens and it's like okay whatever and then we are in class and Craig like comes in and comes to Ashley and is like um Ashley those lyrics are not cool and then and then uh, Ashley's like, oh, Craig, you actually think the lyrics are about you? And then Ellie's like, oh, so vain. And he's like, those lyrics are crazy. And then Paige says something amazing and is like, what did you expect for he's a jolly good fellow? <laughs> Which was awesome. It made I wrote it down. It made me so happy for he's a jolly good fellow. And like Ashley got some pretty sweet burns in too because – she was like, are you going to go have sex with another grade nine? And Craig, of course, like did the total boy move and was like, well, if you weren't such a prude, maybe I wouldn't have. And Ashley had the best response ever. She was like, oh, I thought you loved her. And he was like, <laughs> shut up. It was amazing. Like, 
Ashley totally held her own. And it's still, it's like, I'm surprised at how much I am loving Ashley right now. But she's just like in her element in this episode. And it's great. Like, she's always really entitled and like, like takes everything so personally and has like a vendetta against people. But in this very specific instance, she is totally in the right and it's working for her. Um, so then after school, um, we are back in Craig's garage and all the guys are like, oh my God, it's okay. Like their song is really good, but like, we just need lyrics. And Craig is like, I don't have, I can't do it. And then the most amazing part of the episode happens where Spinner and Jimmy are like, no worries. We have a backup plan basically. And they perform a rap that is so awful and amazing at the same time it's very sexist it's terrible i'm just gonna just insert it right here a homie is a player and that is all so why'd you have to go and kick his ball and chain ain't that your name because you a player hater and that's a shame and chicks like you ain't worth too much so shut up girl and make my lunch yeah it's drake the early years um <laughs> he's improved since then <laughs> it's really bad it's really uh and marco like is like we can't do the sexist rap. <laughs> yeah, after it is, like, they, as they are performing it, there's, like, a shot on Craig and Marco just looking appalled. And then as soon as they're done and they, like, fold their arms and stand back to back and go, yeah, um, Marco's like, Craig, you and me outside now. I'm like, yes, Marco, you need to remove yourselves from this situation because it is bad real real bad it is rough it's it's just it's a lot you guys it's just a fucking lot oh it's so bad but i love it but not actually so then marco and craig go outside to talk and marco's like craig you need to write lyrics we cannot perform spinner's sexist rap please and craig is like oh all this stuff that's happening it's like it's blocking my creativity i can't do it and then Marco like screams and is like, sorry, I need to clear my head. Why don't you try it? And then Craig does like a feeble attempt. And Marco's like, no, like you mean it. And then Craig starts screaming and he's like, oh, no, it didn't work. But it's like a nice cathartic moment for them. But I feel I feel like it, this is also like a weird trope that happens in a lot of other things. It definitely is. But then I'm like, why doesn't anyone think that they're getting murdered? Yes, they're like standing in the middle of the forest, like screaming their heads off. It's rough. I like, I just, I don't understand why it's happening. I, but okay, fine, whatever. Um, and actually, can we do fashion police really fast? Because I have a few things. Well, first of all, I like Ashley, like when she's like in her like confrontation with Craig and she's like, getting some sick burns in uh she's wearing this like red t-shirt with a black and white like tank top over it and for once i actually really like it as an outfit um and then marco 
looks like straight out of the 70s in this scene (laughs) he's wearing like bell bottoms and like corduroy and it's a whole thing and i'm like marco is like 1970s he even has a super sweet soul patch (laughs) um i really did not take any fashion notes i noted that craig's hair is like even longer but it's not like frizzy and out of control like it has been it looks like he has like maybe some product in it finally The only real fashion note that I have that I know we both are in love with are the Flaming Craig Hell Hath No Fury shirts. I want one of those shirts. I know we both want one of those shirts. They're amazing. I found an iron-on in the Wayback Machine by going on the end's website. Like, I somehow found it, and I really want to try to make this happen in my life. I will wear the shit out of that shirt. Um, I have two more fashion notes. Um, in the wood scene, I can't tell if Craig is wearing gray jeans or sweatpants because they don't fit him very well. Um, and then also in the band rehearsal scene, Ashley is wearing this like odd length like jean skirt, and I hate it. It's like the same length as Terry's striped sh- skirt. Where we're like, it's not short, but it's not long, but it's still bad. Yeah, not great. That's all I got. Same. So then we're back at Joey's house and Caitlin is like really busy trying to help out. Joey's on the couch. Um, she, uh, she's like making dinner and she's like, Angela, you need to go wash your hands for dinner. And Angie's like, no, I'm going to go roller skating or something. And then finally, finally, Caitlin snaps and is like, Missy, go wash your hands right now. And then Angela like freaks out and is like, I hate you. Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Caitlin feels really bad about it. But I'm like, oh, my God, finally, you've, like, disciplined this child. Oh, also, uh, Angie totally has, like, season one Manny slash Emma hair with her weird, like, pigtails, but also a ponytail coming out of the back of her head. She's such a fucking brat. Like, when Caitlin finally yelled at her, I was like, good. Like, I would have yelled at her three scenes ago. <laughs> like, oh, man. I mean, I also, like, just lack patience. But... Still, I was like, she's being a fucking brat. Like, she's like, no, five minutes. It's like, what's it stop? Like, because, like, Caitlin has established this thing where it's like, oh, you can walk all over me and it's fine. And she needed to discipline her. Like, whatever. She's like, she, like, feels bad about it, but she shouldn't. She did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, so then the next day at school, this is when we see the Flaming Craig shirts. Hell Have No Fury are walking down the hallway. They all have their shirts on. It's amazing. And they walk past Craig and Craig is like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what are those shirts? I can't believe that. And then Ashley's like, really? Do you really just have a problem with these shirts? Like, that's your biggest problem. Like, calm down. Like, my year has not been great either. And Craig is like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How many times do I have to say it? And then Ashley's just like, until you mean it. And it's like, boom. Bye, Craig. You're awful. It is a very, like, wonderful vindicating moment for Ashley. It's like, yes, sweet, sweet burn. And also, like, real. And then this, like, transitions into them performing on stage and, like, finishing the song, Mr. Nice Guy. And it's great. And it's just like, fuck yeah. Go, Ashley. Girl power. Craig is a scumbag. Amazing.
And it's it's the perfect it's just the perfect song for this. And it's the perfect name for a song cuz like that's the thing is throughout this whole thing Craig has been like the nice guy like this whole time. And so like you know, and it's like and I mean we know by now that nice guys that say that they're nice usually aren't very nice. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, he's like had this whole act as being this super nice guy and like even while he's in the wrong, he plays the victim throughout this whole fucking thing. He's like very fucking woe is me, which is bullshit because she's the one who got hurt in this. Yeah, it's the perfect song. Uh, and then so then after they perform, it's downtown Sasquatch's turn like they're freaking out. They don't know where Fre- Craig went. Um uh, Jimmy Spinner and Marco go on the stage and Spinner is like left to his own devices, which is not a good idea for anybody. And he's like, hey, we're downtown Sasquatch. Woo! And then he's like, and this is we're still working on the title. Woohoo! And you're like, Spinner, please go sit down. Get away from the microphone. This is not good. Spinner should never be left to his own devices in front of a microphone. Um, Spinner probably shouldn't be left to his own devices ever. He's like, we'll use my lyrics. And Marco just looks horrified. Um, also, you forgot to mention that Liberty is running this show because of course she is. Um, because she went out to get them. And she was like, and my one of my favorite lines from this whole episode is she's like, I have you guys down as a rock quartet. Should I change it to a power trio? And I'm like, Liberty. He's such a dork. It's my favorite. Um, but yeah, it's it's fucking solid. Um, so yeah, Spinner should never be left to his own devices. And he goes back to his drums. And Marco sees Craig kind of like lurking. And he's like waves him over. And Craig goes to the front of the stage. And he starts his song. Because Ashley clearly got to him. And it's so good. But also like... How did they know not to go right into their normal song? Like, that that wasn't the song that they were practicing. <laughs> what? They're not that good of musicians that they can just go off of the cuff. I, it was the song they were practicing. Like, it was the same tune as the song they did in rehearsals. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell from, like, their uh, garage rehearsals because it was terrible. But they were definitely playing that same tune, like, at the school rehearsals. Um, but, yeah. They, he sings like what I know. I'll, it's also a very good song and it's very, very Craig. And it's basically just like his I'm sorry song. He like finally finds the right thing to say. So I will insert it right here. I don't know if you'll forgive me from being so blind to how you felt. Don't ask me why I couldn't see it And that'd take me years to figure out And that's not something I know much about But there's only one way to Yeah. 
And I'm swooning um, because that's like, it's just, it's a good song. Like, I wish it was longer. I wish it was like a full length of a song so I could listen to it. It's a good song, but also like, he's just so pretty when he sings it. I just like, I'm just like full on hard eyes, swooning throughout this whole thing. And Kelsey's back on the Craig bandwagon. <laughs> and yeah, it's good song. And then we go back to the Joey Caitlin storyline and Caitlin's all sad that she disciplined Angie and Joey's like, it's okay. You can't be your friend. Like she's like, it sounded like, like my mother's voice just came out of me. And he's like, it happens to the best of us, but you did a good job. And they're like, yay, everything's better now. And that's basically the end of this B plot. Joey's wearing a crazy brace and it's really <laughs> funny. Um, and I like, uh, Caitlin's like, but I called her Missy, which is like, yeah, but like she deserved more than that. Like she was being a brat. You can call her Missy. But I thought that was kind of funny because Joey laughed and they like had a sweet moment where they were like, we can be parents together. And I was like, you kids, I love <laughs> you. It's just so good. And, um, then the battle of the bands has ended. We find out downtown Sasquatch has won and Ashley comes over and is like, you earned it. Those were good lyrics. They were just right. Bye. And then the episode ends. Also, though, I have never understood. Maybe I'm like very biased, but I've never understood why downtown Sasquatch won because I still think Mr. Nice Guy is a better song, in my opinion. Actually, same. I like I always felt like 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 it's a good song, but I felt like I don't know. I I just I really I liked I I thought that Mr. Nice Guy was just wait like all of the girls are better musicians. Like Craig carries that band. Like full on. Like he carries them. And like the girls are all better musicians and it's a more like polished song i don't know i really thought that they should have won too even though like i literally when craig was playing i wrote down oops i just fell in love again um <laughs> because i can't like can't stop won't stop um but yeah no i i feel i'm glad you feel that way because i was just like am i crazy for thinking that PM i keep calling them pms hell hath no fury should have won because they're a better band no, I have felt this way for the past 11 years of my life. I They should have won that. I have When the episode premiered, I thought they should have won, and I still think they should have won. Um, it's a better song. I think so. Uh, but whatever. End of episode. It ends nicely. Like, Craig has finally, like, apologized correctly to Ashley, and it's great. Just one more note. Um, Craig can only emote through song. <laughs> Oh, God. Are we surprised, though? No. No, we're not. But, yeah, like, Notorious, like, Craig can only emote through song. Um, okay, so Spirit Squad Captain. I'm going with Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nailed it. <laughs> Ashley, for sure. Like, hands down. She, like, stuck to her guns. She was, she was just fucking badass. Team Ashley. For this one and only time <laughs> she'll annoy me again in like an episode but fucking team ashley for sure like her whole craig manny situation i'm consistently team ashley through like everything 
Yeah, this is Ashley's episode for life. Team Ashley. Ashley's the spirit squad captain of this episode. Probably the only other time. Only time she will be from now on. But whatever. Go, Ashley. Ship of the episode. Joey and Caitlin, obviously. Oh, yeah. Like, hands down, Joey and Caitlin. Um, for moral of the episode, I, I think I'm going to go with own up like take responsibility for your actions like own up to what you did um and like acknowledge other people that like your actions affect other people yeah perfect i don't have anything to add um so now we will read the one youtube comment we found that was acceptable because there was a lot i was very surprised there was a lot of ashley hate everyone was like oh my god ashley's so annoying like i can't believe it and i was like did we watch the same episode? Yeah, no, it was super ridiculous. I was just like, a lot of people are calling Ashley a bitch, and I feel like you didn't pay attention. Whatever. Anyway, the best comment on this uh, is from Natalia DeLeon one month ago, and she said, if I were Ms. Kwan and I heard a student read Ashley's poem, I would immediately be alarmed, <laughs> which, same. And I feel like that tracks for everything that Ashley does. Just anything that Ashley ever reads out loud in class, because it's always like trying too hard, pulling from really bleak, awful situations <laughs> that don't actually apply to her own life. Um, but I know we have some tweets now for the grapevine section of the show. Yes, if Kelsey will pull those up for us. Uh, we have like three tweets and one of them is a quiz that we're going to do. So we have a tweet from Whitley at Whitley Brannigan. That's with one N in Brannigan, B-R-A-N-I-N-G-A-N. Um, and it says, finally listen to the Degrassi Next class reunion, and I'm so glad I'm not the only one who squealed at the sight of Craig. <laughs> if we've learned anything from this episode, it's that I, Kelsey, will never stop squealing at the sight of Craig, even when almost, well, okay, in the abortion episode, not so much. Um, but yeah, like, when he's not being garbage and he's like a cute adult, yes, always squealing at Craig. Girl, I feel you. When we saw him in a play a couple months ago, I think it took every ounce of our, both of our collective self-control to not just like squeal at him the entire time we, he was on stage. Because he was like two feet away from us sometimes. It was great. It was, it was amazing. Also, I should have shipped you with him. What was I thinking? For that, like, what? Sorry. I mean, I can write you a new one if you want me to. You can tweet at me and I'll write you a new one. But, I mean, either way, you still got, like, two cute musicians. So I, I think, like, it panned out pretty well. Who are, like, slightly more mentally stable. Distinctly more <laughs> mentally stable. Um, and then we have a tweet from Trisha at TB Trisha T-E-E. And she says, random theory. Emma's breakup with Jean made her make bad fashion choices. Do people still wear hoop earrings? No. No, <laughs> they don't. I mean, I think so. sometimes, like, I have, like, small ones. But, like, people don't wear, like, the 2004, like, Alex hoop earrings anymore, really. No. RIP to those hoop earrings. But that was just, like, a time to be alive when those were a thing. Um, but, yeah, not anymore. And then... Uh, we have a tweet from Naily for life at OTH underscore forever 12. 
And she shared with us a BuzzFeed game of MASH about what your Degrassi life would be like. And I feel like we should just collectively take it together and share this or else it's going to take too long. Um, So we're just going to take a quiz on the podcast for you guys. So the first question is, who will you date? And are we choosing the boy option? Yeah, we'll we'll we can we'll, do both. We'll do the well, let's just do the boy option, whatever. Okay. Who or or no, let's do let's one of do, each. Well, I'll do you can do boy and I'll do girl. We'll do one of each. Okay, so boy option, I'm going to choose the number five. We got Sav. That's a great option. I I'm cool with Sav. All right, girl option, what number do you want? Um, I'm leaning towards two. Ooh, you got Mia, aka Nina Dobrev. On board for Nina Dobrev. Although I don't want to be a stepmom. <laughs> I forgot she had a child. Uh, whatever. She's like a hot model. I, it's like take the good with the bad, I guess. All right. What extracurricular will we take part in together? What number? I'm leaning toward four. We're on the power squad. I guess. This is, or I guess I forgot the spirit squad eventually becomes the power squad. I'm cool with spirit squad. Who will be your best friend? I'm picking four. Whoever Dave Turner is, that's after our time. But he looks fine, whatever. Literally have no idea who he is, but sure. Well, where will we hang out? I'm going to do one. Our car. Valid. Yeah, except that we both live in New York and don't have cars. But sure, our car, whatever. (laughs) Who is your worst enemy? Number two. What's number two? Fiona Coyne. I vaguely know who that is. I remember that she was kind of bitchy, but then she got better. I think I follow her on Instagram, though. Was she the one who had that twin brother with the eyebrows? Declan, yes. Never forget (laughs) Declan. He was beautiful. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine with her being our enemy. Uh, Which scandal will ruin our reputation? I'm going to do six. Your significant other cheats on you with your best friend, but you're the last one to find out. God, Holland, thanks. (laughs) Well, which of our significant others, though? Oh, good call. I don't know. Either way, fun quiz. Highly recommend. (laughs) That was a time. Um, (laughs) So if you want to be featured on The Grapevine or if you want to share a quiz with us that we'll take, um, you can tweet us at DegrassiPod or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Tumblr, whateverittakespodcast.tumblr.com. And we're on SoundCloud and we're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, you can subscribe and please rate and review us. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a great Degrassi fan fiction for you and your ultimate person who you love. And it'll be great. And we'll all just have a great time with it. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks. And that's with a Z at the end. And Holland, what are you going to recommend to the good Panthers out there? Hello, Panthers. This is Holland here. As I'm editing this episode, I somehow lost the audio for the things that we were recommending. And as we recorded this about two weeks ago, I have no idea what other outside things we actually recommended for you guys. So I'm really sorry, 
But we're going to have to bypass that segment because I don't want to put words in of either of our past mouths. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I'm just going to sign off on this note. Bye, Panthers. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Bye. Bye.